You're listening to Well Made. I'm Stefan Ango. In 1975, Toni Morrison said, quote, The very serious function of racism is distraction. It keeps you from doing your work. It keeps you explaining over and over again your reason for being, unquote. It's been over two weeks since the murder of George Floyd, and I feel like we're at a turning point. I'm not sure how big of a turn, uh, but it seems like people who are in the All Lives Matter camp finally understand that Black Lives Matter, it just isn't a controversial statement. I also saw yesterday that the New York Times was reporting that support for Black Lives Matter has gone up 28% since 2018 and 11% just in the past couple of weeks. And I'm sure, like me, you've seen tons of brands, including many of the ones that have been featured on this podcast, who have been willing to take a stand. And I guess part of the reason is that there was really no way to misinterpret the video of George Floyd for so many white people, and that's a tragic thing to say, but for so many white people, I feel like it opened their eyes to a problem that's been going on in America for hundreds of years. You would have to be completely soulless to watch that video without having tears of anger or sadness at the system that allows that to happen. But if you're listening to this and you're a white person like I am, we need to translate that anger and sadness into action. Action is incumbent on us white people. Racism isn't the responsibility of black people, it's ours. What I worry about is that there's a lot of companies and people making promises, but it's so much easier to post a black square on Instagram than actually change a very deeply ingrained system. So the most important thing right now is follow through. On this show, we cover all kinds of sustainability issues and how companies can think more long-term. In a New Yorker article that I saw from June 9th titled, Making a Planet Worth Saving, Reverend Lennox Yearwood Jr. says, quote, climate change and police brutality are directly linked together because the communities who are most impacted and vulnerable to police brutality are also the same communities that are most vulnerable to climate change, unquote. Yearwood goes on, Quote, when Eric Garner was killed in 2014, he stated the same words that we have now heard from George Floyd, I can't breathe. But one of the things that's important to know about Eric Garner is that he had asthma, unquote. Just to put things in perspective, the American Lung Association put out a report in 2018 that said that Staten Island, where Eric Garner lived, received an F for ozone pollution, and 68% of black people live within 30 miles of a coal-fired power plant. Another article that struck a chord with me this past week was from founder of Ocean Collective and marine biologist Dr. Ayana Elizabeth Johnson, who wrote for the Washington Post in an article titled, Racism Derails Our Efforts to Save the Planet. And she says, quote, if we want to successfully address climate change, we need people of color, not just because pursuing diversity is a good thing to do, and not even because diversity leads to better decision making and more effective strategies, but because black people are significantly more concerned about climate change than white people and Latinx people are even more concerned. And she gives the stats of 
49% of white people, 57% of black people, and 70% of Latinx people. She goes on to say, quote, people of color disproportionately bear climate impacts from storms to heat waves to pollution. Fossil fuel plants and refineries are disproportionately located in black neighborhoods, leading to poor air quality and putting people at higher risk for coronavirus, unquote. Again, looking into these numbers, uh, great ones have come out from the APM Research Lab, and they show that black Americans are dying from COVID-19 at three times the rate of white people. And this is the infuriating choice that we're giving to black Americans, to die today from police brutality or to die 10 years too young from environmental consequences. Racism is why people like Dr. Johnson are being distracted from doing the hard work on climate change. Over the last four years of doing this podcast, my biggest collaborator has been Caitlin Cunningham. She's the editorial director at Lumi. She's been the producer of this podcast since we started 120-something episodes ago. She's helped me find guests, organize the show, edit it, bring it all together. Um, and with WellMade, we've always wanted to amplify voices that have been underrepresented in the world of business. I'm really proud that we've had more people of color and women on the show than there are by percentage in the U.S. But so far, only 6% of our episodes have featured a black guest. And we can do a lot better than that. A couple weeks ago, I shared a Twitter list of 150 black entrepreneurs, journalists, artists, activists, and I'm adding to it every day. If you're someone who doesn't happen to follow very many black people, I think it's really worthwhile for you to check it out and expand your perspective. I think you might learn a thing or two. (laughs) You'll see that the conversation there is quite different from your normal feed, I would suppose, if you're following mostly white people. And we'll put that link in the show notes. Uh, But I plan to bring on more guests to talk about their work so that we can explore how the topics that we cover, how changes in the patterns of consumption should support black businesses and help eliminate environmental issues that disproportionately affect people of color. We will be measured by our actions. And the key now for everyone who has been part of this conversation is follow through. Because what matters is, will we look back at what we've created and be proud of ourselves? I want to be part of that. And I hope you do too. Thanks for listening and see you next week.